0: In Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roar of a mighty windstorm and filled the house where they were sitting. Then, what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and set upon each of them. And then everyone the present was full of the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages that the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. At that time, they were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem, and when they heard the loud noise, everyone came running. They were bewildered to hear their own language, being spoken by the believers. They were completely amazed. How can this be? they exclaimed. These people are all from Galilee, and yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages. We all hear these people speaking in our own languages about the wonderful things God has done. They stood there, amazed and perplexed. What can this mean, they asked each other. The of the crowd ridiculed them saying, They're just drunk, that's all. Then Peter stepped forward with 11 apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen! Listen carefully, all of you fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. Make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk as some of you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. <laughs> you we know, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream, dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy, and I will cause wonders in the heavens above, and signs of earth below, blood. And fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved.
1: Was that darling or what? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Good little people. Very good. Oh, Tiffany. Good job, Tiffany. I'm
0: telling
1: you. I, it's just YouTube. I just love those videos. Then <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Praise God. I love yeah, it all. All right. Well, we're going to be talking about this for several weeks. We can't get enough of not knowing about this. Of all the gifts to mankind by God, There is none greater than the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit has many functions, roles, and activities. First, he does a work in the hearts of all people everywhere. Jesus told the disciples that he would send the Spirit into the world to convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. As in John sixteen, seven through eleven. I will read that to you. But I tell you the truth. It is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Counsel will not come to you, but if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. In regard to sin, because men do not believe in me. In regard to righteousness, because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer. In regard to judgment, because the prince of this world now stands dead. Everyone has a God conscience, we were born it, whether or not they want to admit it. The Spirit applies the truths of God to minds of men and women to convince them by fair and sufficient arguments that they are sinners. Is it, is it really, is it hard for us as people to know that we're sinners? Is it a difficult thing? You know, we have sometimes a problem in saying we're wrong. I've met a few people in my life that almost are convinced they have never been wrong. Know any of them? And sometimes it isn't easy to admit our faults or to say I messed up. But i tell you, in my life, um, being truthful about things, as in my own things, is free. To say that, you know, I'm sorry, I probably shouldn't have said that, but I did. But to say that you're sorry, and if it, bo- if it hurt you, I didn't mean that. But to just say, you know, I did mess up. Because sometimes we're only just kidding ourselves. And we all are just human beings. And no matter how hard we try to do things properly, we we don't. And sometimes we do our best, and we did our best, and whatever. But the fact is, to be able to know who we are. We were sinners the day we came out. And we've lived in a sinful world. And we constantly have things that come against us. And even though we try, you know, this flesh speaks. And we say the wrong things and do the wrong things. And we're going to until we see Jesus. But the Holy Spirit works in us to convict us. That's one of his jobs. So sometimes, you know, we've heard that Holy Spirit. I've heard it a million times and was like... What was that? I don't think I heard it. And wanted to do what the flesh wanted me to do. And I can tell you probably 100% out of 100% when the Holy Spirit told me not to and I did, it always failed. It always blew up in my face. It always went south. And usually it was worse than if I hadn't said something or reacted or whatever decision I made. And Hopefully, we learn from those things. Sometimes we don't grow easy to. I've made more than one mistake several times. And I'm hoping that I am more responsive to those. So, to responding to that conviction brings men to salvation. You know, sometimes I don't know if we understand, if the world understands what it means when we say we are saved. Um, you know, we have to make that decision as people wanting to be a Christian. We're not just a Christian because we come to church or we believe. I can say, "Well, I don't believe there's a God," but that doesn't mean I'm a Christian. A Christian is one who then says, "I believe in in, in God the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost," and that I. Ask the forgiveness of my sins, and I ask Him to come into my heart and to be my Savior, and so forth. So, we have to do those things to be saved. And of course, um, it's most appropriate that in the day, you know, people would come forward to get out of that seat and to say to whomever, I am deciding to follow Jesus. As you see with Billy Graham Crusades and all the great crusades, people always, he always asks them to come. Now you can get saved any place, anywhere, but, in, but how great it is for me to stand and to say, I have decided to follow Jesus and to make that commitment and to make that walk and to have the prayer and to pray that you know, somebody can you know, I have to say that. I have to say that, you know, um, and, and and just do that. And then it's a lifetime work of following the Lord. Just because I was saved when I'm eight doesn't mean make didn't make every day of my life set still a Christian. Every day I have to follow the Lord, read his word, die down the cell, and to follow. Once we are saved, once we are saved and belong to God, the Spirit takes up residence in our hearts forever. An unsaved person does not have the
0: dwelling of the Holy Spirit. Correct.
1: None. None. Jesus said he would send the Spirit to us to be our helper, comforter, and guide. So I want us to, to um, we have to stop short, that's fine. I want us to understand that there are three people in one. Amen. And sometimes that's, in our humanness, it's hard to wrap around that, isn't that? That there's Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and, and there are three people in one person. So, but faith, but I can, you know what, if God says it, that's enough for me. Yeah. And how Jesus is sitting on the side uh, on the right side of his father and he intercedes for us. Yeah. Isn't that awesome yeah. that as believers you know Jesus is saying, Father, Andy is really trying. <laughs> He's my turning. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit, he 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 comes and he talks to me and convicts me and like like Jamie. Jamie knew that the Holy Spirit was speaking to her and said, Do not go home. Now, we all make a choice. And when I say this, I've said it and 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 said it. it it. Fear is not of the Lord. Now, fear of an alligator getting ready to eat you is of the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's saying, right, but not being honest, and I know i beat you up on this, but I'm only trying to tell you the truth. Satan likes us to be fearful and to quench the Holy Spirit, see, because when the Holy <clears throat> Spirit comes upon us, great things can happen. Now, you think Satan's like, oh, goody, they're going to get set free today. Wow! Oh, this could be the day that they're healed if they come forward. That's going to be great! If we understood the battles that we face every day, that we can't see, and sometimes we can see them with our spiritual eyes because we feel it, we are constantly in a battle the battle has raged. We can quench the Holy Spirit even in a church setting. I know that we don't all have the same personalities and that's great. But we all have the ability to do something in our way and God can help us do it in a greater way for the world. So when we are afraid I'm just going to say, okay, when we're afraid to testify, when we're afraid to raise our hands, when we're afraid to come forward, you think that's the Lord telling you not to do it? No. That's the enemy. It's quenching the Holy Spirit, because many times we have that we want to. I want to. I want to. I want to. And I know what fear's like. I've been afraid to say things and do things, but now I've mastered it. And there's sometimes I still get into some fear. But if it's God's will, God will give me the strength and he will give me everything I need to be able to do it. If you, if God says, I want you to go to your neighbor's house right this minute, you feel it, okay? And it's like, oh, I gotta go to my neighbor's house, I gotta go to my neighbor's house. And, and say something like, I just want you to know that God loves you. I did, I did, I just I'm, I just felt it. God will give you the strength and the guts and whatever it is you need as a person to walk over there and knock on the foot. Oh, not helped it. And for you to go, um, I just want you to know that I felt on my soul that God wanted me to tell you that He loves you. You think for a second that that's not God's will, and, and that person's going to say to you, you don't know what you said, what it meant. I thought all day nobody cared, and I said, "Lord, if somebody cares, please send them." And you came. I swear to you, with everything I own, it will happen every single time. When the Holy Spirit speaks to us, He isn't telling us to go and buy the fifteen thousand dollar pair of shoes, unless you got fifteen million dollars. He always tells us. What so if he speaks to us, then he'll give us the equipment to go do the rest. That's why he was sent. Yeah. And that's why we hear that. But I myself, many times in my life, not don't try to now, have quenched that and didn't do it. How many times in my life did I need things, blessings, things from from God and praise God that every time somebody was obedient and followed through with what they heard and came but we haven't all been obedient and as you can see how we're so busy now the Holy Spirit could be talking to you all day, call them call them, call them, on your mind I know now I gotta call immediately, or, or I gotta go there or I gotta do this and we're too busy, I will, when I get, I will. I mean, Tiffany can tell you, I, I will, I'll do that when I'm done with it. I, I'm gonna am done with that, when I'm done with that. And Tiffany's like, are you ever going to be done with any of it? <laughs> I'm being serious. When I get my basement cleaned, Terry knows what that looks like. When I get this <laughs> done, when I get my garage, Ben will go. And we're, she's like, I'm going to see that day coming very soon. So we're always waiting and putting something off and it's always immediate. And so the Holy Spirit speaks and we have to be obedient. So the Greek word translated uh, counselor means one who is called alongside and has the idea of someone who encourages and exhorts. The Holy Spirit takes us per, takes a permanent residence in the heart of believers. So when we become a believer, say, not a believe, not a, not I believe in God, you don't believe in God, but as a believer who says I stand for God, I, I'm trusting God, then He takes up residence. You we really have something that the world doesn't even want. Don't you think the world would would be totally different if the Holy Spirit was in each one of us? But even in us, don't we have to be obedient? Because even as believers, we don't always do the right things. Totally. Jesus gave the Spirit as a compensation for his absence to perform the functions towards us which which he would have done if he hadn't been removed personally with us so he left them as in the person so my loved one goes home he says I know you're going to it's going to be hard without you know what it's like without the physical person but don't worry I'm going home to do all kinds of things for you and to talk to God for you but the Holy Spirit he's coming and he's going to be all could do all kinds of things for you but how many times do we not want to Spirit I'm going to do the rest of my sermon next week but as I want to say this so many times in a a church service we have quenched the Holy Spirit I'm not saying just here, I have sat in many churches and felt the Holy Spirit go the more you get in tune with the Holy Spirit the more you feel his presence. You know, the closer you and I get, the more we know about each other. And, and I, I know you're said, you're cologne. And, and I know when you, my dad used to say, Candy, I could tell when you hit the, a building because I have a certain walk. My heels or how I walk has a certain sound. And he said, I could tell it was you. And you know, some of us have distinct things that we know such as such as he. And so to know that Holy Spirit, sometimes we're afraid we have to give up things, that we have to act a certain way, and we don't like to change, so we really don't want the Holy Spirit. That means there's sin in our lives that we don't want to get rid of. I personally have been there. But to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit is God and the Father so who doesn't want God to come and and dwell in us and, and talk to us and be with us that Holy Spirit means if I was seriously if I was in an alley by myself and I was walking towards my car and someone was coming to attack me I bet you I'd be praying something, wouldn't you? And that Holy Spirit at that time can send ministering angels to fight the battle, or they see these these angels, or he can give, or he can so blind the, the attacker that they all all kinds of supernatural things can happen. You follow me? And so I can be protected. And have a testimony of God saving me. But what happens if I don't want that Holy Spirit? I don't call on the Lord. I don't call on the Holy Spirit. I am on my own. I can't expect God to just constantly be blessing me. I'm just, you know, all all, hey, forget all about that. Just bless King and he bless you, whatever you. So i got to play my part in being a follower and wanting the Holy Spirit. And do you know how many times in a church service, people have wanted to come forward to be saved, but were afraid of what we would think? Aren't we church? Isn't that the victory? We want people to know Jesus, and we're thinking, I can't because I'm scared. That's the oddest thing ever, but I understand Or, I wish I could raise my hand and say, I love Jesus, but that's scary. And I wish I could come up to the altar and ask people to pray for my sciatic, but that would be embarrassing. That's where we quench the Holy Spirit. We say fear is more important than getting our results, fear is more powerful in us than getting the blessings and getting the victories in our life. We, do you follow me? We've all done it. We've said no to the Holy Spirit. And so after a while, the Holy Spirit isn't going to be prompting us as much. And when we hear, Candy, why would you say that? Now that was just ridiculous. And, 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 and I've heard it after I've said it, and I've said, please, God, help me not to do that that's a hard place for me, and every time I see that person, or they bring up that subject, I push my <coughs> button, and I react, because we're all reactors, right? Some of I'm, I reacting has been a, one of my issues, so I've gotten really a lot better at it, and when I continue, I can just be looking at them like, that's what Donna was saying, I never heard, praise the Lord, without saying something, okay? And so, we can say no to this Holy Spirit. After a while, we can do it so much that the Holy Spirit no longer comes to abide or to speak to us. I would hate to think in my life that I'm going to say no. I was so stupid, so ignorant, so whatever, worried about what somebody thought of that I would go about all the things that God wanted to do for me because I was Abraham. Why? Seeking God's face, getting healed, having him show me where to go or what to do. And so we have to, and that's, that is not a God. That is not a God. And we have to find that. That's a spirit of fear that can squash us. And how I want to hear the Holy Spirit and how, you know, there's times like the Lord show me what to do, show me where to go, show me, show me, help me. And I want to hear that voice. And you can get so in tune that you know that voice within a second that God is telling you. And so that's where we need to be. We're going to continue talking about all the attributes of the Holy Spirit. And so we really understand how important the Holy Spirit is. He has the power of the Father, the Son. And he is our counselor, he's our comforter, he's many, many things. And so when things don't change, it's because there's something that is hindering them. There's a spirit, there's more spirits than you've ever seen out now, now. And so there's a spirit of, that keeps things on a certain plateau, but we got the power through the Holy Spirit to break it, to break it all. <clears throat> and sometimes we each have things that are on us that we need to be broken off. So the Holy Spirit is the greatest thing. So we're going to continue to talk about his presence and wanting his presence and seeking his presence and then knowing when it's the Lord and not the enemy. Because the devil has a voice and he's always talking in your ear. Talking, 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 talking. And, talk. and how we can, can, can go with that so easily, I have many times, or we reason things out. But, 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 I, I got but. but we want to be directed by the Holy Spirit because right now I would say the world is not being directed by the Holy Spirit or we wouldn't be in these messes and so we can talk about whatever we think is right but until it's the Lord nothing we have to say is right So, but we want him to direct our paths. so anyway so you have the ability to have the Holy Spirit if you are saved Not coming to church, not coming to church, you've asked the Lord to be your personal Savior, and and you're walking with him, and you're a believer, and we fall. There is no perfect Christian, but we want to be the best we can, and we seek his will, and that's why we help each other. Then that Holy Spirit reigns you, and you have the power and the strength to get through all the hurricanes.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. You can still stand, storms And you can walk on the water if Jesus tells you to come because you know he will help
0: you.
1: I know about all of that and that's the Holy Spirit. And I told you, my dad said he couldn't get through a thing in his life without the help of the Holy Spirit. He wasn't smart enough. He didn't know enough about the Holy Spirit. But we don't seek him, do we? We seek our own knowledge and somebody else's knowledge and the devil's words instead of going to seek the Lord. We won't sing our last hymn not because it wasn't going to be great, no, we're time. but we went. We went. Somewhere. So I want you to think about what I've said and, and, and ask the Holy Spirit to indwell you and, and to speak to you and to guide you and to help you in all ways. Because there is a battle going on, and the battle is for your soul. The devil's biggest thing that he wants to accomplish is for you not to go to him. He works day and night, night and day, to make you not fall. And I have fallen a million times in discouragement and all, all kinds of things. And how I need the prompting of the Holy Spirit continually. To help me and guide me and, and help my emotions and help my body and help everything, my spiritual life and that I can stand against all the and tribulations that come and that I make wiser decisions and that I find time to spend with Jesus and to talk to him and to listen to him instead of spending all day just going around that same mountain getting this done and that Let's pray. Lord, I, I appreciate your spirit that has been with us today. I felt the Holy Spirit, Lord, guide us. Keep us safe. Lord, speak to each one of us here this morning and help us to feel your presence. Help us to open that door that we, we say, I want you to come in. It's not about me. It's not about my flesh. I lay down my everything I am. It's about you. Help me, Lord, to be able to do it. Help me to stop when I need to. Help me to pray when I need to pray. And help me to be obedient when you tell me to call someone or go somewhere or send someone a card or pray for someone. Help me to be obedient and guide every step that we take. Holy Spirit, and he convict us of our sins and our wrongdoings, and help us to be able to let go of our selfish ways. And, and sometimes when we're we're just so silly acting, and we're so stubborn, and we think we know everything, but we don't. Lord, just let us go. You know what? I don't care what anyone thinks or says. I just want to be a follower. Lord, whatever I'm short of and whatever good things I have, help me, Lord, to be able to to handle those things. Help me to act better. Help me to think better. Help me to show others that I'm a Christian. Does anybody even know we're Christians? Help me, Lord, to stand for you in these trying times. And I praise you, God, that you've given us everything we need. We, We have hope. And I hope this world, we can have joy when there is no joy. We can, and we can go through anything because of this Holy Spirit. Thank you. Be with us and have, us, have a great week. In the most precious week.